This week on the Jock and Nerd Podcast, we are diving deep into episode four of WandaVision. Geek Boner! Ryan Coogler is bringing Wakanda to Disney+. Plus. Zack Snyder's Justice League has a release date. And MCU Vision almost had a penis. What? All that and more in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Monday, February 1st, 2021. <laughs> oh, hi. I didn't hear you come in. This is Ross Marquand from The Walking Dead, and you're listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Now, if somebody could please explain to me what a geek boner is, my life would be complete. Until then, rock on, nation. Yeah, that's right. What's up, listener? Thanks for checking us out. Welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we bring you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd! My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. He's Nerd. And joining us is the uh, majority shareholder uh, for GameStop, AMC, and Blackberry. It's New Money Rug Boy. What's up, Rugs? Yeah, I'm the Wolf of Wall Street. Yes, yeah. you are. Oh, How's those stonks working out for you? Well, yeah, well, they, <laughs> my stonks are pretty stonky. Uh, wow. That was sorry. I was, Did you get uh, in on that, Imran? No, do you, even know, I, you, do you know, even know what shorting a stock is? I do. It is, you know, it, if you watch the big short, it's what I go. went through with the condo back in the early 08s, except this time. The hedge fund dudes that were screwing everybody got screwed over by a bunch of internet nerds. Uh, Win one for the little guy. What about you? You were doing the Robin Hood, I remember, at one time, weren't you? How ironic that it's named Robin Hood. Yes. uh, They... They were not given uh, from the rich. The, they were not helping the the poor. <laughs> Stealing given um, to the poor. No, actually, I never actually got on Robin Hood. I, I I had the the jitters. I do invest with my four hundred one k, but I've never invested just for fun on my own. If I ever had money, I would. That was crazy. <laughs> good, good for you them. You can't invest salami and pepperoni and rye bread. Can you? I mean, salami you, stock. You, look, listen. You short stocks by borrowing them, right? You borrow them yeah. and you sell them. Yeah. And then you, uh, you you buy them back when they're cheap, and then you fuck everybody over out of their well, money. You got to short the pork commodity. They're going through I mean, the roof. I mean, if there's like things such as cryptocurrency, like Bitcoin and all that, you know, where you're just making up currency. I mean, this is actually a tangible item. Ham. Yeah, yeah like this I mean, is a real roast thing. beef. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but even the real stock market is just made up digital digits in the air. Really, it's not hard currency so wait wait for the internet nerds to game the game it's real currency i'm gonna start doing this it is real currency (laughs) it is actual currency all right i'm gonna start trading salami start trading (laughs) salami on the pork stock everyone buy uh rug boy start at the bodega level and just work your way up we'll start we'll start rug coin that's what we'll do (laughs) oh we'll start rug coin everybody everybody invest money Rug coins coming soon. But there's only a limit because we just use his teeth and he has like six of <laughs> yes, them. We have six that we have to break up into however many we sell. Don't worry. Yeah. Everyone will get a piece. All right. Enough of this bullshit. Let's get to the news. The Jock and Ned Podcast. Hey, if it saves AMC theaters, then uh, good news, I guess. Uh, they were. And I heard there. there's a bunch of them opening, Anthony. Did you see that? Like 34 AMCs opening yeah, in I Illinois. Did. 
I did. I did see that. Thank you, Pat Downey. Not for not for opening AMC, but for posting it. Posted that on it. He gets a jock and nerd for keeping us updated. But I want to start with this breaking news for us today, Anthony, that you sent me this article like an hour ago. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to lead with it. Uh, MCU expanding on Disney Plus. Tell us about the article. Not, not only MCU, but just uh, the partnership between Ryan Coogler and Disney in general. So I guess they signed a five-year agreement for his media company, Proximia Media, to produce content for Disney, oh, which is going to remember. include a Wakanda series for Disney+, Plus, which will tie into the MCU. So um, it says here, the deal also enables Proximity to develop television for other divisions of the company. I'm assuming a lot of this Proximity stuff will end up on Hulu. That's just my guess. Oh, you know, the uh, well, that's very exciting, first of all. But the word, they it's an exclusive deal, right? So Coogler right. R- is taking his company, which also includes people like Ludwig Gordonson, who did the music for Mandalorian and Black Panther, all in for five years to develop a bunch of shit. And just think about the stories you can tell in Wakanda. Oh, my Geek God. Rux, this Geek Boner, Floppy Jog, what do you think? I'm totally on board with this. I want to see what they do. Could be really cool. So it sounds good. Like Googler knows what he's doing. So I feel like whenever you bring more creatives with different perspective into the fold and you give them power and you let them make stuff, interesting stuff can occur. So let's see what happens. Imagine like a Mandalorian type adventure just set in Wakanda and with that screen that they use, the volume, you can do this pretty quickly. Just pop the Wakanda up on the screen, and you're there. Anthony, what other stories uh, could potentially we see? You know, I don't know what he's developing outside of um, Wakanda, so it's kind of hard to say, to be honest with you. I mean, I know the Wakanda country within the Marvel Universe has gotten a lot of um, attention and a lot, like, a lot of fanfare, but we really didn't see what it was like to live in Wakanda and yeah, Black Panther. That's so that's what I want to see. I'd like to see a uh, show where they make a, uh, a Wakandan sex shop and they make vibranium vibrators. Vibranium vibrators? <laughs> oh, shit. What do you call those? Do you call them vibranium vibrators? I don't know. <laughs> you still call them vibrators, <laughs> I, I, I guess. I tossed it to you and you fumbled it. That's Sorry, that's a good one. Let's get an R-rated uh, Wakanda sex show on. Uh, no, I mean, you can get into a lot of... You could get into political stuff. You can get into uh, futuristic shit because you know the the it's a hub of science. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you could get into a lot of stuff. You can get you can create a whole new team of heroes if you wanted to. And Baku could have a series. You could find out about the tribes out there, or you can hang out with Shuri. Oh, it's very exciting! And then just the expansion of the MCU this way out into Disney Plus. Uh, that's great. This is, uh, this is big. Listener, let us know what you think. Are you excited? Geek or not? Floppy Jock. Join the conversation. Join our Facebook group. It's called the Jock and Nerd Nation. It's closed exclusive just for you guys. A lot of great discussion going in on there all week. Uh, speaking of streaming services, HBO Max has, uh, put out some numbers and there's some interesting numbers. Uh, apparently the release of Wonder Woman 84 did help them. So the HBO Max ended the year with 17 million activated users. Oh, shit. Uh, after launching, the, they launched last year, right? In the pandemic year. Mm-hmm. And the same time, Disney added like 38 million. They added 17. So they doubled their total subscribers there at 37.7 million total subscribers. 
Uh, which, so there was some movement and it's interesting that they're giving these numbers. Anthony, what do you think? Is this enough? Their goal was 41 million in two years and they've reached that. They're almost about to reach that early. That's good. Yeah. What is the, what is 17.17 million activated users? That means I think anyone who signed up through the HBO max website, you know how sometimes if you want to watch it on your TV, you log in and it says go to HBO.com slash activate and put in these number letters mm. and the thing activates. So I think it's people either going to the website, pulling up, logging into an app on a device. Yeah, it's like when you have like a cable channel like Showtime and then you want to get the app that is the companion. There's no yeah. since there's no HBO Go anymore. It's just HBO Max now, right? Correct. So I think so. so it's all the people that would have gotten HBO go are now getting HBO max. So they're dialed into all the content. Well, the word activated <laughs> is interesting. They use that in there and not as you know, uh, we're not sure exactly what it means, but that's what I thought it meant. I don't know. We are just making shit up. as we go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so they're at 37.7. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, they're, if, if they're close to where they wanted to be in two years, that's, Sounds pretty good. Um, I think probably a lot of it has to do with Wonder Woman yeah. and the fact that they're doing the day and date release. So in that sense, they're they're driving content to are driving users to their platform. Uh, I think they're a long ways away from getting to profitability, but this is a good start. Might this be a good time to buy some stonks. Get some stonks. get some HBO stonks. They said they want to read fifty to fifty five million by twenty twenty five. I saw another article. So they increased subscriptions and activation, but Warner Media's revenue was down for the year. So, yeah. so it's gonna be cheaper than ever to buy stonks. It's yeah. Get get your stock out there. A- activations. You're right. I think activations count the people who download or activate the HBO Max app. Also, I think getting it on Roku and Fire Stick also helped. Making it easier. Yes. I think they're going to actually start going um, to other countries soon, too. Oh, international? It's not international yet. No, and it will be soon. I think uh, by, I think the mid-2021 should start opening up in other places. The exact quote for HBO Max, AT&T breaks out activations because consumers can not only get the streaming service directly from WarnerMedia, ah. but also can upgrade to their existing HBO subscriptions via their pay TV subscri- providers. That, however, requires them to download the HBO Max on their smart TVs or other devices. The same is true for customers on AT&T's wa- unlimited wireless and fiber broadband plans. Activations count the people who download or activate the app. And I think a lot more people have free subscriptions, and they don't even know that they have like a free subscription waiting for them that they can activate. How do they get the free? It comes with a lot of plans. It, AT&T was oh, giving, yeah. bundling it with new yeah. phones. Yeah, I mean, that's, this is good, though, for them. It's nice to see another player. Personally, I think we're getting to the point, as I've mentioned before, where there's almost too many. Yeah. So some of, the, one of these is gonna, some of these are going to not make it. They're going to go the way of Quibi or a YouTube Red. I think they're going to be acquisitions, too. Actually, I, I, we're not a big, we're not at all into this, but Peacock just spent, I think, like $2 billion? And it basically, so WWE had their own streaming. Oh, yes. You could, let's talk <laughs> and, about this. This is a good story. And they just acquired uh, the WWE network to put on Peacock. Yes. Peacock has absorbed the WWE Whoa. network. And I know a lot of uh, wrestling fans really love that app. This guy I work with had it, and he loves it. So it's a WWE cock. 
They only have like a, a just under 2 million subscribers to that app that they are adding to Peacock. Also, going back to Quibi, I heard Roku bought all of Quibi's shows. That, heard, so heard that too. Yeah. That oh, content shit. is not going to go away. You won't be able to turn your TV or anything, but they can still play all. I'm sure they have a lot of stuff that didn't run. Uh, so everything's being repurposed. Back to HBO Max, though. Now we're going to see this year. It's a test as they release all their big releases day and date for the rest of the year. They might get catch a, a good buzz like Disney Plus. I think Nielsen's also reporting on them, too, now. So like they're going to be more reports on they're legit has anybody watched the flight attendant on hbo it's very good i really enjoyed that show it's just in here in this article so hbo max getting some subscribers let's move on to a netflix show uh the casting for neil gaiman's sandman adaptation geek boner boner for me i know nobody else cares about the sandman Fuck you guys. I love Neil Gaiman's epic Sandman works from the 80s DC Comics. It's an amazing uh, storyline that he's put together. Uh, and they've been trying to make a movie. JGL for years. It is now going to be a Netflix show. They have cast uh, Tom Sturridge as Dream. Right. I like this because I don't really know who this guy is. Uh, he looks like Dream. Other cast members include Gwendolyn Christie. Old uh, Brianna Tarth from Game of Thrones as Lucifer. Mm-hmm. That's a nice little gender flip on Lucifer. Right. Uh, Boyd Holbrook is going to be playing the Corinthian, who is this really evil serial killer who has teeth in his eyeballs. It's very creepy. Uh, and uh, a couple other people from Game of Thrones, Black Mirror, and uh, other stuff. So I'm excited. Uh, oh, Cain and Abel in this show cast two brown guys. Two Indian guys. Oh, I love that. Awesome Chowdhury and Sanjeev Bhaskar playing original Cain and Abel. Yeah, Sam and a classic. I mean, you don't hear people talk about it as much these days as uh, relevancy, but I mean, it was hugely relevant back in the 90s. Uh, you know, kind of ethereal as existential storytelling with characters that were really well, well, uh, well written in Shakespearean, you know, so Anthony, this is going to be fucking huge when it comes out. Just wait. I'm telling you, if they nail this, it's 11 episodes. If they get this right, uh, this will be a super buzzy show and it'll be an amazing fantasy show. It's a gamble to me, but I mean, I think if people it get is. just like Sandman, the actual comic, not it wasn't for everybody, you know? So, um, but I, if they do it well, you know, it can be very interesting. Where is it going to be on again? Netflix. Netflix. It says Netflix. Yeah, I think it's risky. I think I read like a, there was a comic that was alluding to Sandman. There was like a DC thing. Remember that in run where they were like doing all these. Yeah. Like this big tie in to, to Sandman. Because uh, traditionally Sandman has been outside of like the normal DC universe of characters. Right. He he, yeah. he deals with himself. So when they were trying to shove everything together the last few years, there was like a like all these stages. Or some shit. I don't remember yeah, what it was. Yeah, they were trying to pull in Sandman into DCU canon, and it doesn't really work. It's weird. It has to be kind of separate. Well, it's like it's weird. you're taking Morpheus and Death, and you're yeah. personifying them, yeah. and you're making them into the characters, and they're kind of funny, and they're it's kind of cute, and it's also kind of uh, you know scary in places and stuff like that. There's some terror. There's so definitely it's hard horror to market, elements. I guess. Yeah. The devil's involved. John Constantine's involved, and. Yeah. You know, hit the 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 endless are are personifications of feelings, like you said, dream, death, destiny, delirium, uh, all those things become people, uh, and it's just so 
It's so well written and well thought out. So I can't wait. I can't wait when I don't know when this comes out. Uh, but I'm excited that they got casting going. Okay, here's something that might give you geek boner, Anthony. Geek boner. No, it won't. No, a bunch no. of kaiju news. I got a whole kaiju <laughs> news. No, nothing. Nothing. No. Floppy jock. Let's do, do another for Anthony. Let's do nothing. Well, this one's kind of floppy jock. Godzilla versus Kong pushed back uh, a few days, five days. It was coming out March 26th. Now it's coming out March 31st. God damn it. Well, and they're, they're saying it's because they wanted to get it closer to Easter spring break. They can now count it because uh, it's day in Dayton theater. They can count it as the five day weekend rolling hmm. through the weekend, right? Oh, okay. That's why they're going to say that's weird it. on a Wednesday. Why did they think of that Easter. before they made the announcement? That sounds like a boneheaded uh, miscalculation. That's the thing. They moved it up from May just like a week earlier. And then they're like, oh, wait, wait, wait. We meant this day. So, because other movies are moving from April. Also, I have to apologize to Logan Janice. I went on a show last week, mostly superheroes. We talked about this news. It just broke. I completely got the date wrong and said it was coming out. Another. I'm an asshole. Sorry. Sorry, Logan. Wrong Fuck's again, sake, man, you're amateur. What else is new? March 31st, it's coming out. So, it's just a five-day delay to see on the HBO Max. But, that's why. <laughs> Um, <laughs> moving on to something called Shin Ultraman. Ah, so we're looking at his shins again. Yeah, just his shins below Why the kneecap. Why are the Japanese so obsessed with the, that part of the people's body? Yeah, I, I, I can't wait to see Elbow Godzilla. When's yeah. that coming out? Well, we, we did. We saw, no, we saw Shin Godzilla. Show me, yeah. show me collarbone uh, Rodan. What about that one? Clavicle Mothra. Rugs, can you explain? There's a teaser for Shin Ultraman. We did review yeah. a movie called Shin Godzilla um, years ago. It's just in Japan, Japanese. Can you explain what the Shin Ultraman is? Well, I guess the success of Shin Godzilla, uh, you know how uh, people in uh, Japan were like, hey, this was great. It made a lot of money. Let's fucking do it again. So they got the same team that did Shin, God Shin Godzilla, and they said, do it with Ultraman. And that's why when you watch the trailer, it's very similar. <laughs> That is the Don't. Neon Genesis Evangelion creator. That's right. Uh, what's his name? Hideki Ano and Shinji Hijuki. That's did right. Shin Godzilla, which we reviewed. This one, it's kind of funny because you see the giant Ultraman, and it's still kind of retro, but everything else is kind of modern. But it seems kind of fun. Anthony, uh, it's a short teaser, 30 seconds. What did you make of this? I've never really been. I've only seen like a couple episodes of Ultraman. I've I never, even though I got into kaiju stuff and Godzilla and Gamera, Ultraman was like the third pillar of the kaiju what? stuff from Japan, yeah. and I, I never got into Ultraman. Not that I found him lame. I did kind of find him lame. Um, so this trailer, I mean, it, it looks all right. You know, the, the the monsters, the kaiju, they look better than like yeah most of the time, but they don't look great. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that was my that was my uh, assessment because uh, about a year ago or a little bit longer than that, there was a other trailer that came out that was kind of like a promo for this movie, and it just seemed like on another level. Like it, the graphics look more like a video game in that one, but it was like more coolly designed, and it it just felt more, I, I guess, more futuristic and more kind of uh, contemporary and. I think that they went to this kind of retro feel for the fans. So whereas Shin Godzilla, they completely like made Godzilla like look fucking insane. They kind of stuck it, it really safe with the uh, with the Ultraman stuff. And they, they even made like 
The monsters look like men in suits and everything. So, I mean, I was a little bit underwhelmed by it, but, you know, whatever. I watch Ultraman here and there. I just, I don't even know why I watch it because it's really not that entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I like I Ultraman mean, and Spectre Man. You want to know what I watch it for? I like, and, and this is it. It's very simply like how they handle something like this. And I always judge it by Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I'm like, all right, is this better than Power Rangers? And how much better is it than like Super Sentai or, or Kamen Rider or any of these fucking other, other things that they have that are basically the same fucking show? Um, like Gridman and all these other things that that they that have come out in the past, so it's interesting that they're at least they're at least they're using CG and they're doing it that way. But um, I'm waiting to see it. Uh, it could I could be wrong. I could be like it could be fucking amazing. I just I'm I'm just kind of underwhelmed at this point. The Shin franchise is interesting though, how they kind of like try to take it serious, and how the other movie had actual government response to things. Uh, this All that's left is Shin Gamera. Now, yeah, then they got to do Shin Gamera. All I know is John Belay Jr. has a dope Ultraman poster you can buy oh, over at Robo, Robo7.com. Uh, Shin Ultraman also was where, like, uh, Aiji Subaraya, he lived there for a while, and, and he was producing a lot of the monsters. Oh. For he was originally the guy that produced, like, Godzilla, or came up with the... Um, special effects for special effects for Godzilla and a lot oh, of monsters. So there is kind of and a then connection. He broke off from yeah. Toho and did Super, was Subaraya Productions. I see. He was with doing the Ultraman stuff. Yeah, I think that at a certain point it was cutting edge, and it was like cool shit on TV. But like now they're kind of still doing the same thing year after year, and uh, they're it's very toy incorporated yeah, toy. where they're like. It's like almost like a here's a card, stick it in the thing, and all of a sudden, yeah. you know, you know, it's it's, it's, it's very like toyish, which is do fine. You, do you it's remember? For kids. Yeah. Do you remember Jet? Do you know about Jet Jaguar, Imran? Oh, I know. I've seen the Jet Jaguar at the at the Godzilla shows we went to, yeah. and Bilotti likes the Jet Jaguar. What is, is that different? How is that different yeah, than different. Ultraman? Well, that's what that's when it's the Toho Ultraman. Toho was looking at like all this how Ultraman was getting popular, and they're like, we need to do something. Oh, okay, so there's knockoffs. Yeah, Jaguar. so also there was Specter Man that I used to watch as a kid, similar kind of thing to Ultraman and Jet Jaguar. But that's also how like the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and the that Super Sentai Squad, and there's copies of those. So there's this evolution of these things you could track. It's kind of fun. The sh- yeah. the Shin movies are kind of they're kind of fascinating to me. The first yeah, one, I mean, like I'm, you know? I'm all I'm all on board to watch it. I mean, yeah. So let's see what happens. What about this next? I, I yeah. don't think I will watch it. No, I don't know. It, first I never of all, really watched Ultraman. No? no, I only like I like I said I only I only probably seen maybe two or three episodes. I've watched a lot more than that, but yeah, I've I've logged quite a few hours of Ultraman. What if it's got dope kaiju action? Maybe I'll watch it. That then. gets you in. I don't even know how we'll get it since it's coming out in Japan. Oh, we'll get it. We'll get. Oh, you'll get it. All I right. mean, if we'll you watch it. Anthony, did you check out that trailer that came out before? Not this one, but the one that was the proof of concept. Yeah, where that looks pretty badass. But like, right, we'll check that out. Rugs, what about this next thing? You sent me this like uh, on Netflix, the Pacific Rim, the Black animated series, put out a quick teaser trailer. What'd you think? Tell I us think about this one. Well, the fact that it's coming out March 4th and we, this is the first we fucking heard about it very is soon. crazy. That's very soon. So I'm thinking they might be capitalizing on all this buzz that because uh, uh, Godzilla versus Kong was trending yes. for quite a while. Yeah. And um, now it's like fucking Kaiju Mania. Like people are like, oh, shit. All right. So let's launch everything. <laughs> so Pacific Rim is now announced March 4th. Can't come here soon enough because I would love to check this out. Um Pacific Rim on a smaller scale, I believe. Even it's a smaller scale story. 
I believe it takes place after the movies. So it's a it's it is a sequel. It takes place in Australia. Apparently, kaiju rising from the sea over on Australia. Two siblings search for their parents. And they fight to survive together. The animation looks dope, like amazing Japanese anime. Uh, very slick, uh, solid. So I hope this is better than the stupid Godzilla movies they put out. That it's was the a, same company. That I was think sloppy job. Oh, it is. I'm, mm. I I believe so. Yeah. This looks better already. Yeah, but whatever. I mean, like, I think um, the. With um, the new Godzilla, they they were trying to some, do something new. I think with Pacific Rim, they got to stick to what works. They're not going to try and reinvent it. They they know. Give us the expect. hits over yes. and over again. They, they know what we expect. You're not going to make a Pacific Rim thing and then just do something completely different. I don't think that 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 makes sense. Anthony, this so, one doing anything for you? Pacific Rim animated. Netflix. No, I've never been an anime guy, unfortunately. Mm. So I feel like you might like some of the Pacific Rim or some of the anime you would actually enjoy. I don't know. Let's see. No, nothing. No, I don't know. <laughs> well, okay. Anime is always anime was always like everyone that I find that watches anime. I'm like, man, I, I didn't know you watched anime. <laughs> that makes me think different about you. Well, you can you can be proud of watching anime now. You don't have to hide it anymore. You come out of the closet and say, I watch anime. I was always a proud anime watcher. You should go back in the Proud in public. <laughs> you know what? Go back in there. Well, look. I, I, Reading books backwards. What's going on? I've heard you, you may not be excited by this, but this news may excite some uh, in terms of animated series adaptations coming out. HBO Max announced they're doing a Game of Thrones adult animated show, much in the same vein of the flagship show, right? Uh, also, Netflix announcing. They're going to be showing. Hentai? Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, it's not all <laughs> going to be anime, but it's that means it's going to be full of sex and violence and swearing uh, and incest, probably, just like the original. And then Netflix has said they are making a Skull Island animated TV show and a Tomb Raider animated TV show. A lot of animations coming uh, Ooh, for big animations. IP. So another, another kaiju-infested thing. So there's MonsterVerse coming out. Yep. Pacific yep. Rim. Yep. Kong versus Godzilla versus Kong, and then we have uh, a Kong show. A Kong show on Skull Island set, I think, back then. Maybe it's not Kong, but maybe just other monsters. Before or after, yeah, but other monsters on Kong, Skull Island. So, again, lots of shit. Will it be any good? Will anybody have time to watch it? I don't know. Speaking, there's, yeah. There's, it's just a war for content. It is. It's, Everyone's it's trying a, to come up with more. It's a war for your time. It's a war for your money and to stay subscribed and don't cancel after the free fucking trial. <laughs> Speaking of time, Black Widow uh, still has not announced it's coming out of Disney Plus. Still set to be released in theaters this May. They're not budging. Yeah, I don't know if this is going to make a May release. They, dude, they're... At least in theaters. They should. They might need to think. Unless they can afford to keep pushing things back, they might want to... Well, might want to just why, cut their, why cut their is losses. It bad, why is it bad for the release in theater, why theaters? Why can't Disney take a loss on this one? Come on, no, but, everyone but like, else. But what, what if they do this? What if they let it go in theaters for a month and then throw it on... That's on what the Disney. HBO Max model is. That's what they're doing. Same thing. Well, well, they're doing day and day release, day but Imran, they're, but, third, Imran, but for a month. Wait a minute, and then you, 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 wait, well, I'm not going to gloss over what you said. Why can't <laughs> Disney just lose money? <laughs> what company just goes? I'm going to lose money. I'm telling you, this is the what the I, Disney smart, and this is their move. Yeah, they're going to release it 
and not tell anyone that they're going to put it on Disney Plus because the they don't want to. They don't want people oh, to just oh, sit on it. And they want people to go to the theaters and spend money on it. So then, after it's been out for a month, then they'll say, "Oh, by the way, it's when they've gotten all their money, they they will they'll say it's uh, it's going to be out on Disney." Okay. Well, the only the only issue is will f- enough theaters be open yes. for them to make any money? Remember when they said the thing about Wonder Woman that or. or or they did something where it was going to be, oh, Mulan was going to be in the theater. or They screwed it up somehow. Uh, no, well, Mulan was the pre- premium price. Yeah. Yeah. It was going to be free or it something. Is, you know, they're really, it's just interesting how other comp- studios have are starting to pivot and push things back. And these fuckers are like, no, but rugs. I, I kind of feel like what you said may actually happen. Like the week this movie's supposed to come out, they're going to say it's coming out $30 premium access. There have been screenshots. People have found screenshots of the Disney Plus app that says premier access may Black Widow, right? Oh, shit. But they've debunked all of this, obviously. I feel like their plan may, may be to keep it compact that when they release it, small window, just put it out and then tell people. I don't know. What do you think, Anthony? I think they're going to have to... I think they're going to put it on Disney Plus and do day and date just because I don't think theaters, no one th- no one here, I believe, thinks we're going to be fine by May and people no. are just going to be back to normal going to theaters. No. Well, maybe I'm wrong on that. And I don't think they can keep pushing back these movies because they have like, everything's kind of planned out with these TV shows and to push things back could screw things up if these TV shows are tying into the movies. What about the international box office though? There's fucking places that are open. And well, it'll come make, out. It'll come out there. You can make tens of millions yeah. of dollars. It will still come out there in in the international. It's just the big box office. The biggest Disney in, Plus is international. That's the thing that fucks them over. Yeah, yeah. The UK too, and China has a lot of uh, theaters. Black Widow will be two hours and thirteen minutes long. Whenever the fuck this movie, they actually put it out. I'm hoping they do a surprise thing, like you said, and they're like, oh, surprise, it's coming out." Another movie that has an interesting runtime that I found out this week is the Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, they have revealed the date. It is coming out uh, March 18th. Oh, shit. A lot of shit coming out in March, shit into February. Uh, first time they've given a date to this. And apparently, I thought I saw somewhere that Snyder has confirmed that this will be one four-hour long movie. Oh, oh Wow. Shit. Wait, it's not going to be episodes? It's not going to be four episodes. Uh, a four-hour movie? One Wait, where'd four you see that? Hour movie. I believe he, 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 he said it either on Twitter or on Vero. Here, look it up. Uh, if that's the case, <laughs> Jess Rivera posted this in the Facebook group asking, what do you do? Day one watch, wait a day or two, wait a week or more, watch it in chunks, or pass completely. I think you watch two hours, you take an intermission, and then uh, after you smoke some weed, <laughs> you come back and you watch the other half. I, Jess Rivera, I, I will combine two of your yeah, answers. I guess so, you're right. I will combine day one watch with watching it in chunks. I will try to get through it in one sitting. It may not be possible. Am I right, Anthony? Is that, he's that Snyder it confirmed it? Like, yeah. Four hours, Dark Seed Comments. villain. Yes. And the, jo- Jared Leto's Joker might be in it. Multiple villains, Dark Side. I mean, there's two other guys. I think I watched Lord of the Rings is three and a half hours. You know, so. That's a good point. I watched Seven Samurai. It was like 340. Yeah, so there you go. I mean, on the one hand, oh, four Jesus hours. Christ, Justice League, four hours. Of Justice League. Uh, with two minutes of new things added. 
Um, with two minutes yeah just oh. and then the rest is like stuff that he oh, already right, shot right. That, um is it um the longest movie ever it, it's not the oh. longest movie ever do you want to know what the longest movie ever that clocks in at like i believe it's ours hold on longest movie ever made quick google search uh gives me oh my god 10 longest Hollywood movies the ever evolution made. of a Filipino family how long is that do they actually <laughs> just watch them evolve like is that, oh, yeah, is that a real movie <laughs> yeah well that's the first thing that comes up it's um 10 hours and 43 minutes 10 hours yes. Yes. I know Amazon there's like, Prime I know there's Amazon like Prime. 10 hour movies on there so oh Cleopatra uh, with uh, Elizabeth Taylor 1963 248 minutes that's longer than the Snyder Justice League Oh, Ham- Hamlet from 1996, 242 minutes, still longer than Snyder Justice League. Gone with the Wind, 221. Uh, that's shorter. That's shorter. And then we got Lawrence of Arabia at 222. Ten Commandments, 220. Ben Hur, 212 minutes. The Irishman's up there, 209 minutes. Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, 201 minutes. Giant with uh, what's his name, James Dean, 201 minutes. Malcolm X, 200 minutes. That's a long movie. It's on. I remember it's on two VHS tapes. Right. You have to put in the second VHS tapes. Godfather Part Two, 200 minutes. But the internationally, I know there's like weird Swedish Ford movies that are like 10, 17, 20 hours long. Didn't Andy Warhol make something where it was just like a shot of one thing for like 40 hours? Yeah, it was, it's Ask it, the Movie. And it comes yes, out. Ask, ask the Movie is coming out soon. So <laughs> four hours, look, at home, you pause it, you turn it into chunks. You can watch it episodically if you want. I don't know. You can do whatever you want. I think we're thinking too much about this. Just, we are. This you, know is what, is, you know you're going to watch it all yes, in one shot. Yes, you're going to watch it right away. You you're going to watch it in one shot. Stop complaining. Listener, I know what else you could do is you can visit our public shop, jockandnerd.com slash shop. Get yourself some swag. Get yourself new logo, old logo on everything from T-shirts, sweatshirts, masks, hoodies, tumblers, notebooks, bunch of stuff. Uh, it's all there. Shout out to two listeners. Justin Zwerner and Logan Janis posting their merchandise swag that they bought on the Jock Jock and Nerd Facebook page. Do you guys see those pictures? No, I tried to find them. Anthony, you didn't see these? No. You son of a bitch. Justin had the classic logo and uh, Logan had the new logo. It was one of each. It's fantastic. Thanks, guys. Yes, thanks for posting that. Keep buying it. If you buy merch, post it online. We'd love to see it. Okay, last thing in the news. Since we're talking about WandaVision, we're going to review episode four. Uh, we had talked about, we just saw last week, right? He impregnated Wanda in this reality. And his semen is so strong that they gave him twins. Oh, shit. Double the trouble. Uh, and as we saw in Avengers Age of Ultron, we've remarked how uh, Vision is smooth like a Ken doll, right? He yes. Had yeah. What? Nothing there. Well, apparently, Joss Whedon, this report came out. Really wanted Vision to have a penis. Oh, shit. Until they showed him actual mock-up drawings of the penis. And then he goes, yeah, no, I was wrong. We don't we don't need to do any Didn't of this. Didn't he see Watchmen? Yeah, that's, that's just not a good idea. Yeah, what are you doing? You're going to build a need... robot penis? Look, uh, they never thought he would want to fuck. You know, <laughs> when they were making Division, the they were like, he's not going to. He's going to be beyond human, the need to, to have sex. He could just materialize his metal into a penis when he needs it, and then it goes away. Yeah. I just I, – where can we get these these mock-ups? Apparently, there's a bunch of them. They, he's like – they put them all up on the wall. Holy shit. Oh, How shit. many fucking renditions? Do you think he's circumcised or uncircumcised? 
See, I think you'd have to have both. You'd have to have one that's, you know, robotic looking and one that's more organic. You think it's got a cape on it? Maybe it has a, does it have a, <laughs> a infinity stone in it yeah. somewhere? Uh, right. I don't know. Did we lose Anthony? No, I'm right here. Okay. Sorry. I'm talk, listening. So talk about visions. <laughs> I'm listening to talk about visions. Beans. You didn't want to chime in? No? Nothing? Uh, right. I'm good. <laughs> Usually you're all up for the cock dog. Uh, you know, it. Not, it's a Monday. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> my week. I'm like, yeah, it seems like uh, we're missing something here. You, usually by the end of the week, I'm revving to go and stick my penis in something. But Monday's just I'm just not as lubricated and ready to go. Yeah. Well, listen, I got to get used to the change. If that's if those penis concept uh, sketches show up in the next concept art book, I'm fucking buying it. <laughs> uh, let's take a break. Play some promos. Yeah, you Anthony, look- wake yourself up. We, Anthony, right. sla- smack yourself around so we can talk about WandaVision episode four right after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. What's up, Jock and Nerd Nation? This is Logan at Mostly Superheroes, a podcast that was partly inspired by the Jock and Nerd podcast. We talk about a lot of the same stuff, MCU, DC heavy, with other content that comes out of HBO Max, Amazon Prime, Netflix, and more. We're committing to doing something new every day in 2021, so come join the fun. Check out the schedule. Find us at MostlySuperheroes.com and enjoy the rest of the show. Hi, I'm Drew. I'm Nate. And I'm Tanner. And we are the hosts of Headline Heroes. Every week we take a bizarre, out-there article. Germans build underground pipeline for beer. An attempt to create a superhero or villain. The obvious one is that they have a giant robot that runs off of beer. Along the way, we discuss powers, design a costume, and of course, struggle with a name. Graham Graham Sam Sam? No. Graham Graham Sam Sam? No. And inevitably, we get off subject and talk about the really important stuff. I did go to Bill Engvall's website and i just want to tell you a couple of things i'm seeing here. please do i wish you would but we always arrive with the super creation we are proud of join headline heroes every tuesday as we try to make reality a little more super i'm gonna do this listener if you enjoy the show and want to support the show and want more show join our awesome fan club visit jogginerd.com slash patreon jogginerd and you will get access to an exclusive podcast feed for as little as $3 a month support. Uh, there's bonus audio, bonus content. The shows come out early. Uh, for example, this week, Anthony, you had a jock talk. Their bottom is is very weak. Yes. We got the big game coming up. The thing we can't mention or we're going to get sued. Does that work in podcast too? I don't know how that works. Really? Yeah. You can't on network air. Like you can't say those words together. Really? The No Fun League will sue the shit out of you. That's what we could say it. Super Bowl. I guess we can't. I'm just asking you, would you prefer soup or a bowl? You know, (laughs) the bowl, you have no soup, but the soup, I don't know how you're going to eat it. You got no. How do you? Yeah, exactly. Why can't you say the word? It's famously known that on TV, like you're not the news and people, you're not Uh, supposed to say Super Bowl. Actually, I think I have heard. Oh, shit. I said it. That's now $50,000 we owe NFL. Fuck. Uh, anyways, how was the jock talk? Fun? You're going to do a Super Bowl jock talk? It's up to Chaz. Mm. Chaz does all the work. He does. Similar to your show. Or similar to your sh- our show. Yeah, this. Uh, similar to this, this thing. you motherfucker. This motherfucker. I love how you thing. arrange these things where you have to do nothing. It's amazing. Yeah, so Chaz just messages me when he wants to do it, and I go, okay. I'm pumped. Yeah, it's 
Yeah, me too. <laughs> I would assume he'd want to do it, but he hasn't messaged me. I'm curious to see if they're like Budweiser pulled out. They're not a lot of company. Big companies aren't going to be spending $15 million for 30 seconds. What are they going to be showing us? Will we get movie trailers? Anything special? I don't know. Right? Are you a big uh, commercials guy for the Super Bowl? I am a commercials guy, and also I always buy squares from work. So yeah, there you go. invested. I am invested. I don't, I don't know what numbers I have. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But I'm interesting to see just the the presentation, the commercials, the whole thing this year. The weekend is performing. Who's playing? Who's playing this year? The weekend, blinded by the lights. Uh, I- Tampa and Kansas City rugs. And uh, oh, yeah, Mahomes what do you think about the- again? Yeah, Mahomes versus Brady. Uh, what do you think about the weekend? Listen, weekend. I love the song "Blinded by the Lights" when I heard it the first time when it was called "Take on Me" by Aha. Oh shit. You 80s stealing motherfucker. Uh, no, yeah, I love that song. Notorious for that. Yeah. It's the same melody, just played backwards. It's a take on me melody played backwards. You have blinded by the lights. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great song, though. <laughs> I like The Weeknd, though. I think he's okay. He's I think fine. it's amazing how he every time he manages to perform, even though he's just been beat up in a gang fight, like the man is committed. Every time he shows up, he's just someone just pummeled the shit out of him. I mean, first thing? he had Basquiat's hair. Oh, yes, yes, it's a thing. Now he's got Michael Jackson's uh, red color theme, but he got his ass kicked. Yes, every time he shows up, he has a bruise uh, and a yeah, tape and on his nose. And what, what what the fuck happened to you, Weekend? Why'd you go to the Aha's hospital? Music. This um, song isn't that important. Visit the I, hospital first. He's like the Bruno Mars, <laughs> the new Bruno Mars. He is. He's like the more like darker oh. Bruno Mars. I don't think he dances like Bruno no, he Mars. He doesn't dance, but no, he's he the does, dark but Bruno, Bruno Mars. Mars was like a guy who basically took everyone else's like feels and yes. just kind of incorporated yes. it into yes. his thing. That's exactly like right. He started out as like this fifties, like hairdo. Then he went Remember, off. Remember he had the pompadour. Yes. Yep. Yep. And then, so he, like he took someone else's look and did that. Like it was Elvis impersonator. I mean, they're both talented. I'm not yeah. saying that, but the, it's like they're telegraphing everything from a mile away. There's no, the originality is not it's like Lady Gaga. You're like, that's Madonna. Okay, like we've seen this yeah, before. Pretty much. Yeah, so. Yeah. It's just been long enough that nobody remembers. Anyways. Or they're just inspired by the look. They are. Like and the, the, look. the sound evolved yeah. and everything is. is I mean, Imran, I mean, we could look at you and go, that's a parakeet. Yes, I'm inspired <laughs> by. That's Kevin Smith. That, that bird's been around for centuries. Yes. This is, uh, look, everything is influenced by everything else. And <laughs> right. Track it back to like, oh, there's yeah. this and there's this. And aha, I was probably ripping off somebody else I never heard of. I don't know. Anyways, there's also instant reactions to WandaVision are back, listener. Talking nerd. I will be doing them every uh, every episode on Patreon. But that's what we were talking about. Jockinerd.com slash Patreon. Now I'm looking up pictures of the weekend. Right? Beat Isn't up. he a beat up? Every time he performs, he has just come from a, a street fight. I, I, I he was just selling I don't that he was beat up. Yes, he wasn't really I know. Beat up. I'm kidding. I'm being sarcastic. Okay. But okay. it's fucking weird. I didn't weird. know this. That's no, why you I'm didn't know it. I'm like, it's so weird that in the video, this is his like his outfit. Like This is the theme of this character. It's just very strange. This is the character. It's very strange. Yeah, it's very strange. Yes. Anyways, let's move from that strange thing to WandaVision, which is also very strange. We are up to episode four. This episode is titled, We Interrupt This Program. It is a perfect title. Here are your spoiler alerts. Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time. Holy shit. This episode is a shift indeed. Like we were teased. The basic plot is finding out what's been happening on the outside. Anthony, dive in. What? what, what we, so, we got a lot of answers. We got more questions. The story didn't advance, but a lot of shit got filled in on the back end. Did you miss the sitcom 
uh, the sitcom stylings. No, I didn't. I mean, ah. I've been one of those that has really enjoyed the sitcom stuff. I know it's been a little bit polarizing amongst my friends and maybe the internet for being a little too slow and not what people expected. Uh, but I read this article on The Ringer, and I really agree with it in that sometimes TV shows can drag out the mystery a little too long. Yes. And I think this this show did a good job so far of kind of giving in and being like, okay, like we'll pause the mystery and we'll tell you some. We'll Let's reveal give you some, some shit. Let's give you some shit. Keep you. We'll salivating. give you some shit. We'll 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 pause this for an interruption and show you a different perspective of what's going on to give you a more well-rounded view of everything. So I, I also enjoyed this episode. I, and not only did they give you shit by the end of this episode, I'm still salivating and drooling, and I want more geek boner. You know, and that, that they were able to pull that off. Well, and what it does in my opinion, by showing you this now is it was already a little creepy with the the vibe, but now you kind of know what's going on. You're like, fuck, like these people in this world are being, are stuck in this world because of Wanda. Yeah. And yeah. they have to, they're now acting these parts and it's really fucked up that they have to, they're like away from their lives, just playing a game for Wanda. It's creepy. They're scared on the inside, smiling on the outside. Uh, like once for once, sorry, one more thing. Yeah. Like that scene, if you go back to that 50s scene where she's the, the, the wife is watching her husband choke. Now just think about think, think about that scene with the perspective you have now yes. where she's having to play a part. And all she can say is stop it. And smile. Even she's watching her husband die in front of her. Freaking out. And we get their names and stuff. And all of these people. Rugs, uh, what do you think? Did you? I like that they, they filled in things. Uh, but I did. I was hoping for an 80s sitcom. We'll get there next week. What'd you think about all this shit we did get? I, I want, see, the thing is, like, the reason that they had to do this episode is because what they did was in the previous episodes, they kind of sprinkled it in very, very piecemeal, very tiny. And I understand that they were trying to build a mystery, but I feel like if they would have interlaced some of this stuff a little bit more and had less of the sitcom stuff, it wouldn't seem so jarring and like and, and kind of interrupt that whole the flow of the different. Uh, we interrupt uh, this regularly scheduled yeah. program. Yeah. So um, but I really liked that they put the cards on the table. They left enough stuff to keep you guessing. There's yeah. still you don't really know. You, you only know what they think that they know. Like we there's some things. It's funny how it's how meta when they're putting up the questions on the board. It's all the shit that we've been talking. Oh, about. yeah. Why we'll they, get to that. Yeah. All that stuff. So they're very aware of what they're doing. Yeah. And, um, it, you know, it, it shows you that they're very carefully crafting the, this show. And um, there is a lot more to it. And I it all of a sudden now feels like a Marvel show to me more so than it did before. Yeah. And so that has me a lot more excited. My excitement level, like, bumped up a level after this episode. It suddenly felt like watching a Marvel movie. Geek movie. Right, right at the beginning, I was like, oh shit, this is just like a fucking Marvel movie. Let's just go, let's dive into the fucking episode because so much fucking crazy shit happened. That would, that opening first two, three minutes Amazing. where you get to see Monica Holy Rambo shit. and you get to see the blip from a perspective of it being kind of horrifying because the last time we dealt with the the blip was in spider-man far from home and it was played for laughs you know people were showing up yes. in school a trombone player was showing up no for no reason kids were older um but this one is like they're in the hospital shit's getting fucking crazy this monica rambo is missed out on the she has no idea that she's been asleep for five years 
or been gone and her mom died from like cancer and she was you know helping her out she was just there she was just there and she thought it was everything was all right like it that first two or three minutes i was i literally messaged my friends i go this first three minutes is bananas and it's kind of the the um like the beauty of this interconnected universe is they can just plop that in like oh well you know what we're referencing the blip and right away viewers can be like yeah, like this, I know exactly what this is because of all the universe, the 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 work they've done for the last ten years. You know, they can put in something like the blip. They can put in something like Cat Dennings or uh, Randall Park, yep. um, and they can just take these little pieces and add to the show. So I I, re- I really enjoyed that first that beginning. This is that's exactly what I thought coming back would be would be horrifying and scary, not all fucking laughs like Far From Home. So I am so glad they did that. Uh, so the moment Hulk snaps, we're seeing from another point of view, and then it jumps ahead like three weeks after Endgame, giving us kind of a time frame of when this show is taking place. Right. So mm-hmm. it's like bef- yep. between Endgame and Far From Home. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere around there. We find out uh, Maria Rambeau founded S.W.O.R.D. and they're shifting their priorities more from space to protecting Earth now. Uh, and then you realize Monica Rambeau, last saw her, of course, Captain Marvel, she knows about Skrulls. Of she, course. And, of course she and how many other people by now maybe know about Skrulls? And you think about that post credit scene with Fury up in that fucking base. Uh, oh, with scrolls. He's yeah. What, the one thing maybe they'll they'll get to this later, but within the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Shield was there. It got infiltrated. It fell apart, and now there's a thing called Sword. Yeah, and it's basically just Shield. It's shield. So I'm, my thought is like, it feels like Sword's been up and running for a while, but we never really saw no. a Sword. Yeah, it just kind of so just feels up. like it came out of nowhere. It, absolutely, and I'm, I'm just questioning. Not only did it come out of nowhere, but we just saw like Shield fall apart. So, would anyone have any trust in another organization that's that was just like the last Shield? organization yeah. that was taken over by Hydra? I also I don't trust that director Haywood guy. I'm getting weird vibes from the director. I don't know if he has her. He's probably a scroll. I see. I don't know. And now I'm like, oh, how, how many of these people are fucking scrolls? I love how we meet uh, Randall Park, Jimmy Woo's character from Air Man and the Wasp. This uh, she goes to a missing persons case, and now we find out rugs. Westview is in fucking New Jersey. Oh shit! Yes, it's in mm, my Eastview. area. M- makes a lot of sense now. It's actually Eastview. East, I is think it Eastview. I, I think it was originally written in the comics to be Leonia, New Jersey. Oh, okay, that's a real place. <laughs> it's just a real place. I just thought it was funny. Fucking, it's in Jersey, and then you see Randall Park introduce himself to Monica Rambeau, and he does the car trick he learned. From Scott Lang and Ant-Man. Nice little touch there. And then, yeah, like you said, Anthony, what? It, no one thinks Westview exists. Not even the cops that are standing in front of the fucking sign. Does even, is Eastview a real town? I have no idea. Yeah, that, I mean, so what they're doing is even the people that were associated with anyone in Eastview or Westview, they have some sort of amnesia. That's how Randall Park got involved. What's his name? Jimmy, Jimmy Woo, Woo Randall Park. Jimmy Woo is the character. Jimmy Woo gets involved because... The people, he was on a missing persons case, and everyone that he asked that was associated with the missing person doesn't know what he's talking about. Who was he looking for? Mm, right. That's my question. So, but they, it doesn't work on them because they have no connections. Because she kind of says that. Right. She's like, why don't we? And then 
uh, we get our first answer from clues they've been giving us. The fucking toy helicopter Wanda found was a sword drone. That's that, a weird looking drone, by the way. It's, yeah, it, 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 uh, it looks like it has Captain Marvel colors. It seems con- it seems contrived that that's what the drone that would be. It had to look it's like a, a little, toy. It's a little too toy helicopter. Yeah, colorful. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't picture a drone looking like that. I mean, we've seen drones and they all have four uh, helicopters. Well, the other rotors. drones they were sending look like the regular with the four propellers yeah, that so lift. The what fact that this? she has this special like toy helicopter toy looking drone, drone yes. is really contrived. <laughs> it's, very, it's a little forced. And they, they wrote it. Yeah, they forced it. It's a little time. forced. But then Monica gets sucked in the fucking thing. And then like the next day, there's a giant base around the fucking place in 24 hours. Sure. I guess that's a uh, really mobilized quickly. And then you meet Dr. Darcy Lewis, Kat Dennings. Last saw in Thor Dark World, I believe. Yep. And holy shit. So, well, she's an astrophysicist. She's a legit doctor, astrophysicist. And her and Randall Park are hilarious. They're, she is just as snarky as ever. She made me laugh so many times. This episode, trying to get coffee and just her little quips and her dry humor. What are we looking at here? An alternate reality? A pocket dimension? It's a sitcom. That's what she yeah. says to him. And uh, I love her. He's like, you mean the universe just created, uh, took the Avengers and created a sitcom? She's like, that's my theory. <laughs> uh, and she, I love how she's invested in the show and she's like caught up in that. So essentially what we have here in this episode, we are watching a show about people watching a TV show. Oh, shit. It's kind yeah. of what's going on. So then Dar- Truman-esque. It's totally Truman show and, and, and it's multiple levels. Darcy discovers the the cosmic radiation. And now there's a bunch of fucking Easter eggs and theories that can come from the CMBR cosmic radiation left over from the Big Bang. Also the same thing used for television waves. And we know the Infinity Stones were born out of the Big Bang. So this is all tied together. And uh, she figures out to get old school tube TVs, which I love that too. Finding a use for old tube TV. I thought everybody threw those out. Where did they find those? I don't just, know. They, they just, had a bunch of them. <laughs> they just got retro gamers like hanging out there. Like, I can't play my Atari on a regular TV. They're not obsolete. <laughs> they're still a use for tube TVs. And then I thought it was interesting. They start IDing the townspeople, but they don't ID Agnes. They have her photo up there. They don't have a name, and Dottie is nowhere to be seen. No, they don't. Thought, everyone you know, else. ID either of them. They got the names. And then we get our second answer from a clue from the second episode. That was Jimmy Woo. On the radio, Geek Boner trying to get uh, contact Wanda, and that was cool to see from there. And then, what's going on here, guys? On Darcy's end, she uh, the feed is being censored, so we know stuff they don't know, and certain people know stuff other people don't know. But then now the viewer would know stuff that the sword people don't know because their broadcast is being cut anytime her reality gets shattered. Who's doing this? Wanda's doing this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To not let it out, so she knows that she knows somebody's watching. She knows someone's watching. Then I don't. I don't. Yeah, that's a little strange that she's like created this world, but then also broadcasting it. The broadcasting thing it seems a little. Yeah. Why she actively? Yeah, I feel like that there has to be uh, a, another person involved here. That's not. It's not all Wanda. I, I don't think like, it's all Wanda either. I, I think feel like there's some other thing that's doing this, and um. I think something is controlling Wanda, maybe. I don't know if it's controlling. Or encouraging. I feel like, that, I feel like there's somebody else kind of like manipulating the situation. Mm. Like, I don't yeah, think the, he's the like. Broadcasting things strange. I don't think he's like, or it is. I think it is controlling in a way. No, I just think it's kind of like moving pieces around and doing 
little things. I don't know why it's a show. <laughs> it doesn't make sense, but that's one of the things that I think is weird that it's a show. Uh, we get another answer. The beekeeper dude was just the sword agent that turned into a beekeeper and his tether turned into a jump rope. Very cute. What happened to that guy? He's stuck in there, too. Nobody gives a sh- nobody gives a shit about Agent Franklin. His, his lifeline turned into a, a jump rope. You know they're trying to get M- Monica out, but nobody gives a fuck about that guy. He doesn't get paid enough. No, well, I think he. I think I saw in an Easter egg video he became like one of the guys in the, in opening, the, fr- credits. In the opening credits. For the I saw that too, episode. but then I saw somebody else say that's a different actor altogether. I don't. Oh. I have a question about the beekeeper. Yes. So she sees him. She says no. Yeah. Does she make him go away? Or just lets him there, like because she, she seemed to like not want uh, Monica Rambeau around. Yes, but this guy's she's cool with this dude just coming in from the outside. She may have erased him from reality altogether. Well, oh, what we kind of noticed though with Monica Rambeau is once you get pulled into the reality, yeah, because it, it seemed like to me she got kind of stuck in terms of like the mindset of the reality. Yeah, it's hard to control. Yourself. So it's hard to like control. Yeah, it's hard to be, figure out who you are and only like. In brief moments, do you realize what's going you on? Slip out of it, yes. Yeah, where you slip out of it. So maybe that guy's doing something. Maybe the fact that he showed up just like kind of clues her in that they're onto her now. Yes, all these things definitely are are starting to. And you see, she gets kind of really evil at the end. So they show us the moment from last episode where Wanda actually expels Geraldine through uh, several walls. If you notice, this is an Easter egg. She sent her through. Four walls, as in she broke the fourth wall. Get it? Geek boner. Uh, and uh, and she's kind of she kind of gets evil, and then she's kind of surprised by her actions and rebuilds everything real quick before Vision comes in. What'd you guys think of that? I thought that I was glad we got to see it. That shit was crazy. When she knocks him out, locks her out. Yeah, we can actually see her. Exp- she's covered in and en- like magic energy and shit. I I, I enjoyed. Just the turn of how Elizabeth Olsen yes, played it, yes. and she got very, almost like evil, yeah, oh, like, yeah. oh, as if the shit. character is coming going down a path that of uh, like a different There's path. Definite hints that she could turn heel or something. That she's losing control, even though she says she's in control. And then this was another fucking holy shit moment. She turns around and she sees Vision as a great dead corpse with a concave hole oh, in his head and it's legitimately jarring and horrifying and you're like oh fuck what the fuck uh did you guys jump in your seats when you saw that it was jarring does does that mean so does that mean vision i took it as his vision dead and she just was recreating that or is she like taking the body and like manipulating it Do other people see this dead vision yeah is she yeah th- that's the other thing too are other people seeing the dead vision and she's just hiding it yeah is she puppeteering hiding a it from herself yes. is he really i don't know and, it was it was jarring and it was um it was like horror-esque which was kind of nice to see from marvel them them leaning into a little different tone and even uh dr lewis darcy goes uh you know, this guy's dead, right? Not blip, dead. He's just like, I know it's been crazy, but he's dead, right? So that was fucking trying. But then the final lines that Vision has to Wanda, he says, we don't have to stay there and they could go wherever they want. And Wanda's like, no, we can't. This is our home. She has, she goes, I have everything under control. But could it be this is the only place Vision can be alive? And that's why he's there. And that's why she doesn't want to leave. What does yeah, that mean? I mean she's, go ahead. What does that mean? 
Yeah, why did what did you meaning she she picked this this reality, this area. For some reason, this is the only place vision. So she once can this bring is at play, once that this whole shenanigans at play, she doesn't want to you can't like now go somewhere else. Right. Outside of this, vision may not be alive at all, even though we've seen her make things out of magic and then still exist outside. Yeah, that's a hard thing for me to wrap my head around. Sorry. Okay. Just a theory <laughs> I had. Okay. Yeah, I mean, she's clearly dealing with grief here and trying to figure out, or trying to not figure out, but cope with it. And this is the best way she can um, in her in her mind. I'm curious to see how it plays out. I'm curious to see if it's just her. I have a feeling it's not just her. There's someone else maybe, maybe not manipulating her, but kind of pushing her in that direction. I think, yeah. I think um, we all agree. And it may that, be Agnes. That's the big mystery, because... For me, who's pulling like, the strings for real? Yeah. Why is she choosing all of a sudden to grieve in this way, create a reality, all that stuff? There has to be some other factor, something, a catalyst to really for her to go and, and do all this. There's I, I feel like that that's the crux of the story that we're going to find. That's the big mystery that, that we're going to find out. It might be if it's Mephisto or whatever, uh, whatever fucking theories people have. Um, there's tons of theories and then yeah. Monica does when she come, wakes up she says it's Wanda it's all Wanda but I think all of us are saying we don't think it's all Wanda I think don't don't think it's all Wanda I'd be if they went with it being all Wanda I think that'd be a really bold choice and I, I might I'd probably embrace that but I have a feeling I don't think they're going to fully turn Wanda into a bad bad guy or bad girl yeah that would be that would be crazy but I- there is some shenanigans happening I mean, it's good that we have questions. It's good that we still don't know, haven't figured it out yet. Exactly. It's good that they, you know, they've they've revealed some of the secrets. You know, we know some things now. So, like the fans that thought this was kind of boring, have something to now sink their teeth into and not think it's just a rip of Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> but we still have enough things, to, you know, to to placate us and and keep us intrigued for the next couple episodes. So, I'm curious to see how they're going to play it now. Because now the charade is broken, right? Like we know that this is a, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a fake world, yeah. And but they were doing this theme of fifties, sixties, seventies. You know, next is eighties. But how far are they gonna? Are they gonna? You know, is it gonna be a whole eighties episode? Are they gonna switch between the two tones? You know, we'll see. You know how we you, we figured out you had done the math, and they were like they can do the decades up until the twenty tens have two regular episodes. They've burned a regular episode. They can still do all the decades. And then you are left with one more episode. And then there's like also rumors that it might actually be there may be a secret tenth episode because nine is kind of weird. I don't know why it's not ten half hours and it's did, nine. Did you guys see the trailer for the rest of the season? Oh, hold on, we will get to that. I don't. I'm not. I've been trying to avoid these, but I was wanting to know if uh, we should watch it. So I didn't watch it. I watched it. Oh, you did. Okay, hold on. Before we get to that, Easter eggs. Rugs, that billboard. You mentioned that billboard. I think it's hilarious. Jimmy Woo has the same questions everybody has. Oh, shit. Uh, it says, why hexagonal shape? Why sitcoms? Same time and space. Is Vision alive? It's so funny that we are doing the same research as he is. But then there's some also extra little weird clues. Over on the left top, it says, triangulated to Westview five-mile radius, meaning maybe this bubble extends five miles and affects everyone. And then underneath that, what seems to be the question, who could be behind this? It says fucking scrolls. Geek boner. Oh shit. Scrolls written on the board. 
So Jimmy Woo also thinks so it's who, Skrulls. The Skrulls would be the per- people in charge of Sword, right? I that would guess. Be the main guy that you get the creepy about that you don't like, you don't trust the Monica. Oh, Rambo's that guy. Boss. Yeah. So instead of Shield and Hydra, you have Sword and Skrulls taking over now. Hmm. I don't know if they're going to go. I think they just that's a that's a dangling carrot. The uh, very beginning of the episode, the audio. If you listen carefully, you heard dialogue and lines from Captain Marvel. In the beginning, between Little Maria Rambo and uh, Carol Danvers, uh, as she became came back, I didn't pick up on that until I saw an Easter egg video. Uh, that was I always have the captions on. That's why you got to have the captions on. I turned on the caption. I was like, "Oh shit! Oh, that's I all." I hate the captions. That's, I have fucking captions on all the fucking time. <laughs> I hate knowing what they're going to say before it comes out of their mouth. Ah, uh, for some reason, I find it comforting. I don't know what it is. <laughs> if I don't have them on, I'm like, oh, I, I have to turn the captions on. <laughs> like a fucking addict. I don't know. It's weird. Um, he- More hexagons. The town's barrier on the readouts is a fucking hexagon. What did the hexagons mean? Jimmy Woo also has the same question. Nobody knows. Uh, this is the first adult appearance of Monica Rambeau. So is this kind of her origin story? Maybe. Did she get powers from this? Did she already have powers? Uh, do you mean these powers? The well, she's gonna have Monica Rambeau's gonna have oh, powers. Monica, Monica Rambeau. Yeah. Did she get? I don't know. Did this? She call, might. Yeah. I mean, she might have powers because of being within that. You know, Wanda's universe. I don't know. We'll see. I, I mean, it, we're still. It's still too early to know if she even there's, has them. I, there's two theories that I have that are weird, but I think that um, when Hulk snapped and everybody came back. I think since everybody's being reformed that the possibility of a mutation could happen. Oh, that could be like in humans and shit too. Um, mutants. But that's just a wild, wild fucking theory that I have. The other one is, um, yeah, that Wanda could, whatever's, whatever's not just Wanda, whatever else is at play could be cosmic energy. Cause there's a cosmic energy field, right? Yes. So that's what, that's what Darcy says. It is. It's cosmic energy. So cosmic energy is the stuff that Silver Surfer's made out of, right? Yeah. Power cosmic. Yeah. And Captain Marvel. Yeah. And we know Monica Rambeau is going to be Photon and has Captain Marvel-like powers at some point. Uh, Does this make sense, Uh, Ruggs? You're from the East. I found this in terms of where uh, Westview is, northern New Jersey, most likely Bergen County. Uh, the route to Monica is driving on to get to Westview off exit 32 no longer exists and may now be what is known as route 17, which runs through both New Jersey and New York. That's but true. That's okay. That's where it is. Go, go visit Westview. Everyone <laughs> go get sucked into Wanda's world. Jimmy Woo, this character, his first appearance was in a comic called yellow claw from Marvel comics in 1956. Oh shit. I didn't know he goes back that far. Jimmy Woo. Jesus. Right. That's amazing. Uh, and then finally, they were playing fucking Jimi Hendrix Voodoo Child at the end, which was so perfect, just in terms of Geek Boner. the era they were in, and then the the, the words, tone, the weird yes. weirdness of it. The kids are Voodoo Child. It's Wanda's a Voodoo Child. The whole fucking thing's a Voodoo Child. Fun fact about that song. Yeah, I, when I first heard that song, it wasn't. I didn't think Jimi Hendrix. I oh, was a kid. Okay. And it was the song. Was it in Space Jam? That, I, <laughs> no, it was not in Space Jam. Uh, shot. Um, drink, drink, I mean. And uh, it was the song that Hulk Hogan, when he was a bad guy in WCW oh. for the NWO, 
he would have his theme music oh, for the NWO shit. was one thing, but then when he would come out solo, it was Voodoo Child it was by Voodoo Jimi Hendrix. Child. Uh, I thought you were going to say it was the two live crew song, My Seven Bizzos. Which is a real song, and that's what they sample. He would come out, and he'd be dressed in all black with a black, with blonde hair and a black beard, and he'd have the uh, have his title belt with scribbled NWO in in, in uh, spray paint, and he would strum the guitar. Oh my god! Like like Jimi Hendrix oh, playing. Why the, are you dishonoring the, the great Jimi Hendrix? You fuck! What's that? He's dishonoring he, the great Jimi Hendrix by using yeah, his song. That's terrible. You think so? I think it's a little disrespectful. I don't know, I don't know I, if a, Jimmy would like that. It's a great song. <laughs> I mean, Hulk Hogan is on the level of Jimi Hendrix in terms I, well, of icons. Maybe oh, well, to Anthony, yes, yes, I see. <laughs> Hulk Hogan—he's gonna—he's gonna be played by Thor. Hulk Hogan yeah. needs to do a lot more acid to get to Jimi Hendrix level. And are you gonna watch the, the Hulk Hogan movie? Oh yeah. Oh, with uh, Hemsworth, I'll watch that. Yeah, I love works. biopics. Uh, fu- another fun fact—that song, Voodoo Child. Anybody who's learning to play guitar, the minute you buy a wah wah pedal, this is the first thing you learn how to play. <laughs> Because it's so iconic. You're like, I want to learn how to play Voodoo Child. Okay. I had a couple of questions. We kind of answered some of these. We talked about Monica's powers. How about this theory I saw? Could this be, we're talking about cosmic radiation. Could this be the setup for the Fantastic Four? Did you see this on Screen Crush? Did I? Maybe. You did. They do mention cosmic radiation. (laughs) I think you did. The sword colors, like Monica Rambo's outfit, are like blue and gray and white and black. Uh, they have a conversation about the astronaut training program. I think it's possible that the uh, that sword is the setup for the Fantastic Four. Whoa. Yes. Oh shit! I like that. It makes it organic. I may have combined certain different sources that like people said and put <laughs> that into one. I know you didn't think of this. I I told you we I told last week I copy and paste like a master. <laughs> uh, do you guys think Wanda has lost all control at the end? Even though she said I have everything in control. Usually people who are out of control say that they're in control. So They do. That's what someone would say. <laughs> I got I, I like I like I like the fact that we now we know that there's something underlying. And you know, Monica Monica, sorry. Wanda in the comics is freaking nuts. So Yeah. She does go Kevin Feige did say that this is the the series that we see Wanda become the Scarlet Witch. So No, she literally her mind fragments and flies apart and does she Fucks a lot of things. Does all sorts of weird shit that yeah. makes the world really fucked up. Yeah, her. She's so. I mean, she is like a omega level mutant, the slash Avenger. She is in comics canon one of the most powerful Marvel heroes out there, Marvel characters. So yeah, he made fucking uh, Thanos have to rain down fire. Yeah, she had him. She had yeah. him. Oh shit! And he had to just go to the nuclear option and drop everything because she he fucking fucked up had his own dude, his own team. Yeah, he killed everybody at his side because she fucking had him. Okay, so Anthony, you mentioned the trailer. The I got an email from Disney Plus. Also, here's the mid season trailer. I did not watch it. Rugs, do you want to? Should we watch it together? <laughs> and uh, like in the same place? No, not in the same place at the same time <laughs> remotely. Uh, just so you know, we're not, we don't have anything to talk about. I don't, I don't know if you guys should see it. No, I, cause I have been trying to avoid all commercials then and avoid promos and don't see it because I've seen a little modern family screenshot, but that's it. I don't know what else they're doing. Yeah. I would, I would say avoid it. What? Okay. Anthony, you saw it. Did it, was it, I've spo- seen it. Was it spoilery? 
I mean, I guess it is. I wouldn't say it was spoilery, but yeah. if you wanna, if you really want to go into things, Colt, you can kind of figure out what's yeah what's going on. How about and what I watch it show. after the show's over? Okay, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna watch it. I'm not watching it. I'm not watching it. I want to stay cold uh, and not know what's going on after the show's over. I mean, okay. like I, you know, I, I feel like if I watch it now, I'm not going to be able to like talk about it right away. Okay, I'm, like, we'll watch it. I'm gonna know what I saw. So. I was gonna put you on the spot. Here, let's do some use with the nation. It's time for news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. Wait, before we get into the news, yes. Oh, let him, let him, let him fart. You can't hold. You can't hold yeah. that in. You can't, you can't hold it's dangerous. that. Dangerous. I turned around and everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it'll come out some weather orifice yes, if it doesn't no, come out the want, right way. We ones, don't want though. that. We since we're not ranking these episodes, I can. Is it safe to say we all liked this episode, though? Yeah. Okay. Yes, and I do. I don't have to ask him, Ron. I'm really just asking Rope Boy. Okay. <laughs> no, I thought, I, I, as I said, my uh, my enthusiasm for the show uh, went, went up. up a notch because I feel like, all right, this is going to change the nature of the show. It's mm-hmm. broadening the appeal of the show. It's also upping the budget and production value because now we're getting out of this kind of like, you know, we're seeing some fucking... You walk into a lab. There's fucking shit everywhere. There's fucking pretty so lights. Straight up Marvel you know, we, movie. Yeah, glossy. You know. So, I mean, I think this show is getting better uh, every every episode, and it's it's giving me the Lost feels. But unlike Lost, it's actually giving you like fucking some solid answers. It's just like watching a imitation of a sit, sitcom is cool. Like one or one time, you know. Mm-hmm. Just watching it every week, I feel like that would be grading on me. So I'm like happy that this. Yeah, it was here. a nice break. I think it was smart of them to break it up. But I'm excited to go back to the sitcoms. Uh, uh, absolutely. There was an article I saw where it was basically criticizing the people that I didn't. I don't remember exact source, but it was criticizing the people that didn't like it so far. And it was like Netflix and like these shows of base. Or they were saying this show. Um, is reteaching everyone how to watch shit, sitcoms so because it's coming I, out weekly. I, let's go right there. I have that in the show notes. Jamie oh, Robinson posted it in our Facebook group. It's an article from Forbes by Paul Tessie. Headline, WandaVision isn't too slow. Everyone forgot how to watch TV. And he does. He's, he he mentions that how Netflix has spoiled us and uh, we've forgotten to be patient and wait. And honestly, I love having – I love the weekly release because I love having something to study I th- I every week. I think this guy got to, has his head up his ass because the reason <laughs> – because yes. he obviously forgot that uh, we're spoiled, but we were getting whole fucking seasons of shows. Back in the day, they used to put out a show, and if it didn't get ratings, it would just go away immediately. Yeah. So if this show was on TV and two episodes in, people didn't like it, it would be gone. That's this would point, this actually. would never have lived in this. Let's so say this guy got to head up his ass. Like well, but you know, he's just he's saying a lot of people are saying, and it was the same with the Mandalorian and the boys. They're saying it's too slow, and they're just really criticizing the week to week. They can't wait. Yeah. But that's how TV always was. I grew up watching TV. This is a new thing that has spoiled us a little bit. Um, I I'm enjoying I'm enjoying the I, weekly. I release. would say I do enjoy I enjoy both. I enjoy aspects of being able to plop down and watch everything all at once. Yeah, but I've grown back to enjoying how it was before. I used to. I remember complaining about the boys. I mean, like I wish they would just release it all. Right, right. Or or some other stuff that I you know was being re- released weekly. But now I am enjoying the fact that the conversation lasts for eight, nine weeks, and we can d- 
debate for a week about what's going on and stuff. So I enjoy both formats. I think there's a place for both. Yeah, the, the fact that they both exist, and yeah, when you have a, especially when you have a show that doesn't have many episodes to stretch them out over a long period of time is cool. Mm-hmm. I would rather though. There's some ep- shows that still have thirteen, twenty-two episode uh, seasons. Yeah, I'd rather binge those, you know, because th- yep. it takes you longer to binge them, obviously. But um, yeah, when you have like a, a ten episode season, yeah, like let's stretch it out. It, it was tough. I remember when I we were watching Walking Dead. I did have trouble keeping up when it was weekly because of how long those that series was. Wasn't it like fifteen or twenty episodes? Yeah, you just want to murder yourself. You're like <laughs> fucking. Well, it's remember still going? we used to watch the CW shows. They're twenty four episode oh fucking seasons, and like, there's how many filler episodes in those? And then they take a break, and you got to wait a month for new episodes. It's just too much. Yeah, I would rather just binge those. Just fucking knock, get it over. Them out. Game yeah. of Thrones was another. It was just great waiting for that show to drop and the conversation to start week after week. I really think it has to do with the amount of shows that you have to watch. And, you know, because, like, you only have so much time to watch something. So if you can get something out of your queue. Right. And you can move on to something else. If you, if you But if this is stretching out over a period of time, and you only got a Friday night to fucking watch it. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is kind of like uh, getting your email box to zero red. You're like, I could get. Let me just get rid of this. Let me just fucking watch watch this. Do you ever wa- look at your watch list and go, oh, I'm fucking nowhere even near I'm what never, I want? And then watch. I'll just go and delete. I have things on my DVR. I'm, I'm like, like, I'm never gonna watch yeah, this. Whole series. You have to, like have that conversation with yourself. Yeah. Whole series. I'm like, I'm never gonna watch this. Just delete. Uh, we. I do have some comments from this episode from our listeners. List. Uh, if you join our Facebook group, Jock and Nation, there's always going to be. A spoiler thread, episode four. Lisa Morrison said, honestly, I feel like this gets better every episode. Yes, I agree. Gerald Morris, he was on the show a few episodes ago. He said, good stuff. I wish there was enough time to have a meme of Kat saying, what? I'm invested. Girl, same. He says. Also, he made the meme and he got his graphic. So there's an image there of him. Of her saying, what? I'm invested. William Salgado, it's going to happen. AVX, and I can't fucking wait. Avengers versus X. Could this huh? be leading up to an Avengers versus X? I'm going to be honest. I don't know where he's getting that 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 idea. I don't know, but it's exciting. There's I mean, a goal, number of ways. Yeah, but I just don't see any direct hints yet to that. Well, you know, I, he's kind of saying this is going to lead to House of M. So. Oh, maybe. Okay. All right. Fine. Fair. Why not? Speculation. Michael Drickle says this episode tied to the first three really well. I am liking the direction of the series. Nicholas Gakin says, I loved it. However, I know it's necessary for greater context, but the beginning dragged for me. I just wanted to get back to Wanda's world because I was invested too. I know it's a necessity to get to the bigger story, but just wish we could, we could see more. Oh, no, you see more. Right. I didn't copy all of it. Copy it all. <laughs> but I think he said we could see more. Wish we could see more. Is that how it? Click finished. on see more. Listen to <laughs> click on see more to hear the rest of the comment. Blake Braden says, "Moving on." I, apparently, I can't copy and paste well. <laughs> That's Blame. not the quote he said. <laughs> he knows what he said. Go to the nation to read the rest of it. Blake Braden says, "I'm blown away by the series and very confused why people dislike the series. Obvious with specific TV themes, but twisted together with modern defining TV tropes and incredible plot twists, while continuing to move a great story forward." And Chris Williams simply, "Now we're getting somewhere, geek boner, and we certainly are." Uh, Justin Werner also had a great question, you guys, in the Facebook group. He said. If you had the power to create and live in a reality based on a sitcom, which one would you choose? 
He said he'd go with the office to swoop in on Pam before Jim. Geek Boner. Good move. Uh, any thoughts? I'll read some while you guys think where where you want. Oh, I know I know one you have to ask me. What what is it? I would fucking go to Baywatch. Oh fuck, oh, Baywatch yeah. with Hasselhoff. That's the fucking best oh, one yeah. to go to. Yeah, that's the best one. All of the hottest girls in their prime. And like life is good at Baywatch. And, and, yeah, and anytime somebody good. runs, it's slow motion, boob bouncing yeah. running yeah, like, like all the time. That's the one. The that's hawk. the one I would Yeah. You I would never you'd hop. never drown. Because they would no. save you and things get resolved in 44 minutes. Like, and I think, wasn't a fucking, uh, what's his name in Baywatch 2? Aquaman? Wasn't he in Baywatch? Momoa? That was, a, that was like the reboot? Was no, it the same the, Baywatch? That was The Rock in the reboot. Zach oh, the, and the Rock was in the reboot. Yes. But, oh, no, but, I think he was on the actual show. Oh, was he? As a kid? Yeah. Might have young Momoa. Wow. Uh, Jess Rivera says, Saved by the Bell, all about Kelly Kapowski. <laughs> Geek boner. Can't argue with that one. Speaking of Jesse, Saved by the Bell, do you yeah. have the news? Yeah. Yeah. Sad news. You want to tell everyone? Screech. You go. Dustin Diamond. What happened? Pat, right. that's Pat dead. Three week. Yeah. He had a three week battle with cancer. He is my fucking age. Oh, shit. 44. Jeez. But like three. I heard he was in the hospital and then that just came out today. Three-week battle. I thought it was going to be longer. That's fucking quick. Sad. He must have had stage four. That dude did a bunch of crazy shit, though, after Saved by the Bell. If you read. Yeah, but that doesn't give you cancer. Well, it? I don't know. Who knows what happens? Doing porn years, give you 20, cancer? 20 years later. Maybe. I mean, whatever. Like, I feel bad. Like, that's crazy. That's so quick. Yeah. Sorry to take what? it in a bad direction there. <laughs> I mean, the reboot's on Peacock and stuff, and I don't know if he was going to be... Uh, Have you watched any of you guys it, watch the Save by the Bell? I watched like the first two episodes. Is it good? Yeah, I think I did the same thing. So, it, was all, it was all right. I'd rather watch Cobra Kai. I was going to say, how does it compare? It's a similar kind of thing. They do clever stuff with the kids and the inside, a lot of inside meta jokes to it being a TV show. Like, where Cobra Kai, it's mainly about the, like, uh, Johnny. Mm-hmm. Right. And Johnny drives the whole thing. And yeah. this one, the kids drive the thing. And it's yeah. like, I don't care about Nobody kids, cares so. about these kids. Oh, and Mark the kids Paul, are the main kids. guys? Yeah, they're the main. You have uh, AC Slater and Jesse Spano as regulars. And Mark Paul Gosler, Kelly Kapowski make like a cameo. Like, was, it should have been, This should have been like Zach and this guy and Slater the whole time. Right. Like, it should have been about them still being competitive. That would have been funnier. You know. It's okay. also the Punky Brewster reboot uh, coming out this month. Uh, the cop. That's unnecessary. <laughs> no one wanted with that. With Freddie Prince Jr. Come on. I would rather dude. have fucking different strokes any day. Oh, man. You can't. Uh, those people what are. What you talking around. about, Willis? For, for what it's worth, not that this would surprise you at this point, but I never was a, a big Saved by the Bell guy. Yeah. Never that really was probably a little much. bit before. You were probably too young. I think I was just a little too young. A little too young. I yeah. just like Kelly Kapowski. Dude, Kelly, even That's Jesse Spano was uh, was hot. They were both yeah. Hot. Sure. William Salgado. Here's another great one. He said that '70s show. I'm down with hot Donna all day. Geek boner. Yeah, redhead Donna was great on that '70s show. She was. Yeah. Adam Morris, Doctor Adam Morris, PhD, says perfect strangers, of course. But in seriousness, he says Seinfeld would be fun if you were their little click. And hell, if you weren't in their little click, I'd like to be in Friends just to beat up all the dudes at least once. But I'd live in the Arrested Development universe, no problem. <laughs> Keep reading. No, because it got cut <laughs> off because I can't copy and paste shit correctly. I think we get the gist of the comment. <laughs> Seymour, even if you're Seymour. Seymour. What? Oh, boy. What? 
Learn how to copy and paste, you fucking idiot. Joey Austin said The Simpsons. Jason Gervais says The Big Bang Theory. Ugh, I don't know about that show. I would, that would be annoying. Oh, what's her Chad- name? Kelly Cuoco is hot. Oh, she's great, but you could just go live in the flight attendant then because she's in that. And she's well, actually, there. you know what? Now that I think about this, he said sitcoms, right? Oh, sitcoms. Yes. So I have to change mine to married with children. Oh, that's oh, a good one because you got another Kelly in there. Yeah. Yeah. Christina Applegate. Christina Applegate. Like, there was like the hot girl of the week every time Bud Bundy was. I'd hang out with Bud. That'd be fun. Kaylee Cuoco. <laughs> Sorry. Kaylee Cuoco. Uh, Chaz Hebert said, How I Met Your Mother. Jimmy Shea says, Son of Zorn. It would be fun to live in an action slash 80s He-Man style world. And then Michael Polis got Babylon 5 or Gundam. Uh, two fun science fiction realities there. Yeah. I would pick, uh, what would you pick, Anthony? See, I had a, like an answer that was like, it's going to sound weird because I'm an adult now, but yeah. Uh, I loved the Wonder Years as a kid. Oh, that would have been a good one. And just I the loved time Winnie period. Cooper. Yeah, but that was Winnie a, that, that sounds weird now because I'm an adult. <laughs> <I'm talking about laughs> she still looks pretty good. She does. She looks exactly the same. Yes, I like uh, Boy Meets World. I like Boy Topanga. Meets World, a lot. Topanga. I would do Perfect Strangers or The Simpsons or a lot of these are great. Uh, yeah, like, great so answers. That's a good question. What show had the hottest? Like, just the ten of us. There's a lot of girls within it. What's What's that show with all the old women? Golden, Golden Girls. Girls? <laughs> That's the one. I would live in the Golden Girls. They were sassy. They were funny. Like I would want to be in a sitcom where I could be an asshole and it'd be funny and everybody would and it would just That's married with children. Yeah, that's yeah. That, that's the part of the one with Archie Bunker. Oh, all in the family. All in the family, you could just be an asshole to your wife and Yeah. Yeah, but married with children had like the and duty bar and yeah. Yeah, they had and a hot girl. Great character, <laughs> yeah. Well, they had hot lots girl. of them in there. They had I think the first appearance of Mila Jovovich was there. Oh, Joy really? Lauren Adams was in there at one point uh, when she was young. That seventy really shows you had Mila Kunis also. Do they film oh, yeah, shows one. like they do with like sitcoms like that anymore or no? I don't watch uh, too much TV. So not so that's the thing. The three the multi camera studio audience kind of uh, gone. format is gone. Okay. And you can thank the office really. Once the office started and did like the single cam shot, everybody right. started copying that. So all these shows, Blackish and uh you know, the office and I think any Big new Bang Theory was the last one. Big Bang Theory was probably the last one. That one, that show was on for like twelve years. Oh, I would probably do Two and a Half Men too. Oh God, you want to live? Which Which one though? With Ashton Kutcher or with Charlie Sheen? Charlie Sheen. There was hot girls in and out of that show. Definitely. Yes, he had lots of drugs and booze, and the man was just a problem. But yeah, they don't really. That's why when WandaVision did the first episode, that's rare. Mm. You know, they were going back to that. I wonder Uh, what the popular shows are on TV. Like not yeah, not I, on streaming, but actual freaking TV network TV. Can I tell you what's an amazing underrated comedy on NBC? Nobody's watching. What? It's called Superstore, and it's a it's a single camera shot, but it's about like a Target. It's about the people who work in a giant convenience store. And this season, they've had to adapt to like the COVID stuff, so it's all about they're wearing masks and they're trying to say say it's hilarious it's really good and it's not there's no swearing there's no it's not like an adult thing on streaming it's just quality acting comedy writing. Remember that show, the one uh, where the guy worked at a Best Buy? It was Chuck. And then the, the girl was a secret oh, spy or something. Yes, Chuck was a she, and he was a spy, and she was a spy. Yeah. Then he became a spy. He became a spy with it. I never watched that. That's Zachary Levi, who is now Shazam. That's Shazam, right. Shazam was Chuck. But uh, there's still there's still big show like Black Is that a sitcom, huge. though, or was that just a TV? It was like a, I think it was like an hour long ep- uh, drama. 
do, deal. Do those count? Like, are they sitcoms? Is like Modern Family a sitcom? Modern Family is a sitcom. Oh yeah, I would consider it. A That's a, it's a situational comedy. It's half hour. Mm. So, and I mean, like this show is kind of blurring. Like, WandaVision isn't really a sitcom, but it is half hour. But it's not technically not a sitcom. So, is Glow a sitcom? Glow would be a sitcom. Is it? It's it's funny comedy i don't know that kind of mixes everything you know you still would be still mad that that didn't come back i like that show. yeah they canceled they canceled on everything uh i'm trying to look up what the best tv shows are right now well schitt's creek uh of course everybody loves that what is that that's but that's streaming right it was on something called best on network the pop network what the hell is that now now it's streaming but it won lots of emmys I don't. I don't really know. Anything. I don't know shit about TV shows, like actual so, TV shows. Big Bang Theory uh, ruled number one sitcom for many, 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 many years. Is Brooklyn Nine Nine still on? Uh, it is on a different channel. Yeah, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yep. Yeah. Well, they got Always Mom. Sunny. Oh, Mom has uh, oh, what's her name on here? Blackish and the and uh, youngish. I don't know. <laughs> Grownish. There's grownish. There's blackish. There's uh, another one too. There's mixedish. There's mixedish. Yes. Here, the one Those I'm seeing. Fucking... I don't know if Rugs is seeing. It. I'm seeing it. Ranker.com. Yeah. Yeah. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Always Sunny. Rick and oh, yeah, Morty. Always sunny. Yeah. The Goldbergs is on popular. Oh, Goldbergs is still. Oh, that's yeah, still that... on. Is that still on? I, yeah. It might be ending because they're running out of eighties things. Superstore. I mean, be... Simpsons. Young Sheldon. Bob's Burgers. Mom. Family yeah. Guy, South Park. These are a lot of like older shows. Is mom. Simpsons, Simpsons is still big. That whole animated line on Sunday, uh, Bob's Burgers, Family Guy, they're still making episodes. They're about to debut the Rock Young Rock show on, I, I think it's on NBC. Oh, Have you heard of this? Yes. <laughs> it's about Rock growing up. That one, I, I, I watched the trailer and oh, I mean, shit. Yeah. I'm a, I was a pro wrestling guy. The Rock was like the last of my generation before I started getting out. I thought that was, I thought that looked funny. I don't know if I'll watch it, but I think funny. it's going to be a big hit because then the of Stone Cold the Steve Austin show will be on next. <laughs> yes, I think that's going to be a big hit. Everybody loves The Rock. They're going to want to see it. Just kind of like uh, Chris, uh, Chris Rock's show. Everybody hates Chris. Kind of like the same idea. Shut your damn mouth. <laughs> well, let's go. Let's just move into some. What are we watching? Anybody want to comment on anything they've seen this week? I'm still watching the same shit I've been watching for the past couple weeks. Okay. What's that? Oh, the, the kingdom. Kingdom. Yeah, I'm still watching kingdom. Kingdom. I uh so the couple things I was planning on watching some freaking uh like Oscar top type movies. I didn't see them at all. Oh, um, no. no. But I'm trying okay. to look up. So I was watching this guy. I went. I spent basically my entire Sunday. Uh, <laughs> this guy, big action Bill. Yeah. On YouTube, <laughs> big action. Bill. I've seen his videos oh, before. Shit. Yeah, he went. He went through. He he's not com- completely done, but he's I've, he's made uh, like twenty six or twenty seven history of Godzilla movies, and he's gone oh. like one by one. And some of them are like an hour, a half hour, twenty minutes. Some are like a couple minutes. But he like goes by and goes one by one and gives like a synopsis review of the plot, like the history, but like what, what what went into the story, the actors. The ideas, you know, like who the Godzilla might have fought. So it's it was pretty interesting. I, I wow. watched legitimately. It spent my entire Sunday watching. <laughs> I fell down the YouTube hole. Fucking yeah, fucking giving me the history. I just of Godzilla. like that you hung in through all. How many hours is that? Oh, dude, I I woke up at probably like eleven and turned it on at like twelve thirty, and I don't think I finished by till like nine thirty. 
Granted, Jesus. I was doing other stuff throughout the day, but I kept learning. I kept coming See? back to it. I was like, maybe I'll start a movie. Like, want to watch this movie? Yes, God, yes. And I'm like, it's Godzilla, baby. This is my roots. <laughs> that four-hour Snyder cut will be no problem, Anthony. <laughs> These are my roots. <laughs> it makes me laugh. <laughs> uh, anyway, like I think it's funny. He's like, "Fuck it, it's Godzilla." Yeah, I, I couldn't. I couldn't get away. What's? I like when he corrects himself when he fucks yeah. up on the other one. He, he's like, "No, I was wrong about that." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "I'm sorry. I won't." He's like, "And I know I got the Japanese names wrongs, but Japanese names wrong. But I'm not fluent in Japanese. I don't think that'll improve. So I'm sorry." <laughs> <laughs> What's the name again? Big Action Bill. Big action, Bill. Look him up on YouTube, listener, for your Godzilla. And then I uh, upcoming, just yeah. for what it's worth, I follow this thing on Instagram called the Film Enthusiast. Ah, good, good follow if you're into movies. But there's stuff coming out in February if you're looking at what to watch. And they did yeah. their six most anticipated releases. What do we got? February fifth, Malcolm and Marie with oh, John David yeah. Washington and Zendaya. The twelfth, Minari. The twelfth, also Judas and the Black Messiah. February 19th, I care a lot. I don't know what the fuck that is. February 19th, the Mauritanian with, uh, uh, what's his face? Dr. Strange. Oh, Cumberbitch. Cumberbitch. And then February 26th, Cherry comes out with. Oh, Tom Cherry Holland. Tom Holland yeah. on Apple. So. Man, there's a lot coming out in February. New For, movies every week on Netflix. All the all those movies, they're all trying to come out. Um, or if they, by coming out in February, they are qualified for the Oscars this year. Oh, nice. For the uh, 2020 Oscars. Well, I think another one movie that's going to be maybe in the Oscar conversation is HBO Max's big release this past weekend, which was The Little Things. No, it's not. No? No. <laughs> Denzel Washington. Look at the reviews. Terrible reviews. Wait a minute. Malik. What are you basing this on? Did you watch it? I watched it, yes. And you thought it was so and good, you were like, it's got to be. I Denzel- heard that the acting performances were all great, though. Yeah. The movie Den- was kind of like half So Denzel Washington, Rami Malik. I'll be quick, and uh, Jared Leto. Denzel's amazing, and it kind of has, this is kind of your, if you like things like Seven or Zodiac, mm. if you're into serial killers. That's what killers. it like. It kind Can I of, ask a question? Yes. Rami Malek is the one who did it, right? Incorrect. Oh, yeah. You and that's uh, obvious. It's, it's obvious. He's a cop. And so is Denzel. They're both detectives. So a, is it like a horror? No, it's like a, it's a thriller suspense whodunit uh, finding the serial killer. It starts great. Denzel is great. The end is weird and kind of falls apart i'm not really sure what uh, the what happens currently uh, a uh, what what for, is it at 48 percent on Rome oh really oh, i didn't think it was i didn't think it was that bad it's uh it's it, it's 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 very atmospheric the acting is great uh and you and there's you know backstory of denzel and you and you see it's more about so here's the deal it was written in 1990 and they've been trying to make this since 1990 and so they set the movie in 1990 so nobody has cell phones it's a lot about police procedure and how cops track down clues and leads to find a serial killer who it's uh it's similar to i just watched night stalker on netflix four episodes very good so this takes place a few years after in also in la san francisco after they mentioned the night stalker so that's a good combo if you watch night stalker on netflix and then watch the little things it kind of ties together Hmm. if i'm bored a lot yeah uh uh, real quick two other things i started watching on netflix lupin it is a french heist show 
uh, about yeah. a, a burglar. My mom and, is really into that show. Dude, it's fun. And I'm watching it in French. It's, you can watch it dubbed, but I'm watching it in the original French, so it's a lot of reading. But, man, it's slick. It's well-written. It's fast-paced. It's a lot of fun. It's like it's a great heist show. And then HBO Max has this documentary that just came out called The, the Lady and the Dale. And it's about this three-wheeled car that came out in the 70s called The Dale and the transgendered woman who uh, invented it, sort of, and how I think it was all a big scam. And the story of this person is fascinating, uh, who created the Dale automobile, which is a three-wheeled car. <laughs> so if you like that kind of stuff, check check that out. That's like got, that's only four episodes. Oh, I did watch something. What'd you watch? I just I just remembered. I watched James Cameron. Uh, he f- he funded a expedition to find Atlantis. Really? Yeah. Where is he looking? Wait, he Where are they looking? It's on Disney Plus. Really? Oh, I think I may have seen this show. All right. So uh, wait, okay. wait, he thinks so, Atlantis exists. Well, listen to this. Right. So um, there are like uh, Greek texts that talk about Atlantis, sure. right? They, 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 they could be made up. They could be based on fact. They don't know. But what happened is they started looking at places where you wouldn't normally look. And it, this wasn't this particular expedition. This is, this is preceded this expedition by maybe like a decade or something. But – um, they basically had this idea that Atlantis is all about these these circles inside circles inside circles, and that's how the whole Atlantean structures were. Like that's how they structured their cities. That's how they structured everything. Anyhow, so they started looking at all these different islands and stuff like that, and they found these mounds, like these big mounds. I'm enjoying. No, like like <laughs> mounds of dirt, and oh. they started excavating. And sure as fuck, they found shit in there. Huh. They found structures and that that were in concentric circles. Where? They're like, well, we never fucking saw this? this shit. Some of them are in Santorini. Uh. Some of them are all over like the Mediterranean Sea. Then they found another city that was like in Morocco or some shit, or I don't remember exactly where. Portugal, Morocco, somewhere in that area. And then they went and they found um, islands that are off Portugal that had like fucking shit that they never discovered before. So there's like, basically, they didn't find Atlantis, but they found civilizations that we never knew about or structures that we never knew about. And so, and that were older than we would think. So that was interesting to me. So is it Atlantis? No, but did they find a lot of shit that was like, I didn't even know existed? That would have been my first question. I watched a few episodes of this and I was like, where are you looking and how are you looking? And I feel like if this city did sink, it would, it might be a huge possibility that somewhere out there in the Mediterranean or just, well, they think west of there, they think it's in Spain. Oh, okay. Hmm. They think it's in Spain and that, okay. So the theory is that there was this giant, um, volcanic eruption, right? That happened. Uh, this was like, before like the pyramids and all that shit like early on all right and that fucking explosion was so big it caused like tsunamis and all that stuff so a lot of the the structures that were there were completely covered in water and in 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 dirt and all that stuff and then that over the years like they were just buried under stuff and no one dug them out who knows what's down there so uh, yeah, they're, so they started digging shit up that they normally wouldn't dig up. And so uh, 
there's this part in Spain that they think that Atlantis is is there, but I don't think it's there. I think they're just going to find another another yet buried civilization from that whole uh, eruption. Yeah, like like Pompeii and stuff. Well, this is like Before way big. This, this this like had like catastrophic mm. uh, you know implications on the Mediterranean. So it's I thought that was fascinating. It's good. He's got the money to do it. That's for sure. Yeah, I thought he was. They didn't sh- find it. What is he? They found a lot of cool shit. That he shoot. He'll find it while he's shooting Avatar. Don't worry. <laughs> well, he's shooting Avatar five. <laughs> well, they they had these guys dive down to the bottom of the ocean, and they found um, anchors. Oh wow! Um, like ancient anchors, yeah. anchors that you would only find in Greece. Mm. Like when they're in Atlantic Ocean, how did that fuck did they get over there? So that means that ships had gotten into the Atlantic Ocean far out into the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, which they didn't think that, that, that they, uh, they made it there. Th- those ancient like Greek ships ever made it that far. Man, that's on Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Yeah, it's bro. on Disney Plus. It's something about Atlantis. Yeah. Probably under their National Geographic thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Nancho. Sounds good. All right. Uh, last announcement. Like I mentioned earlier, I made a guest appearance on Mostly Superheroes with Logan and PC Mike and the Giggler. Uh, they're a great group of group of guys. You can he's got a video. You can see my ugly mug. I'm looking at it now. So are the other two guys part of his show? Yes, that's the usual. I was the first like in episode guest on on that format of his. But uh, that's oh. yeah, those are his co-hosts. Ah, four people. Yes, you guys have to co- go on too. We're all taking turns. Is he uh, based in Chicago, Logan? St. Louis, Missouri. That's what I said, Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. <laughs> Anything in Illinois is just Chicago. <laughs> There's a St. Louis in Illinois. He is not in that St. Louis. Oh, okay. All right. So, yeah. So, check that out. I'll put a link in the show notes, Rugs. Where can the listener find you? You can find me on Twitter at ReallyRugBoy. Give him a follow. Give him a poke. Find all the information at our website, jockandnerd.com slash 367. Well, there'll be links to all the bullshit we talked about to my guest appearance on the Mostly Superheroes and how to subscribe, support, stay in touch, and share the show, which is the most important thing. Text it to your enemy and your friend right now. See see what happens. Uh, the next person you see, oh, we don't see people in person. Jock and nerd. I used to tell people to yell jock and nerd in person, but that doesn't happen anymore. No. Yell it through your mask from inside your bubble, listener. We'll appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's a nerd. We'll beep you next time. This is going great. Get the fuck out. <laughs> what the fuck are you all standing around for?